The culture of your home is the incubator of character. You are the only mother that your child has. You're the only father that your child has. You're the only person who can be you in their life. And you have a lot to offer. Isn't the goal of parenting not that we have these 42-year-olds who are still coming home on time and cleaning their rooms, but that they actually leave and we have hardwired them for the virtues that we want to see in them? The thing we all have in common is that we are interested in our kids' future. I know the Parent Network exists to help moms and dads in whatever way you can, when you can, and how you can help moms and dads help their children have the future that God's promised them. Well, hello and welcome to the Parent Network Podcast, episode 71. I'm Sass. And I'm Karin. And we are here in the summer of 2021. Karin, how's your summer going so far? It's been really busy, to be honest. Yeah, it has been, hasn't it? It's, it, it, it? It feels like things are just kind of continuing to go on, and it's just sort of hot and rainy. That's all, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, for us, it's like the school year ended, but school sports didn't, and so there's like no break from that. Yeah. So it's like we're still in that routine. Yeah, we're still in 2020 sports in some ways. That's right. Uh, anyway, well, we're glad that you're here on the Parent Network Podcast with us. And today, we were, we're, we're stepping into something um, that our church is doing that I think has really been great over the course of the last really year, and now we're kind of morphing into a different way of doing that, especially in our kids' ministry. You know, Karin and I have teenagers, and we spend a lot of time kind of talking about teenagers and teenage issues, and uh, one of the things that we know we want to continue to do in our podcast is to just speak into parents who have have younger kids, because we've kind of been there, done that, and so um, our kids' ministry has done an amazing job of kind of helping uh, families kind of stay engaged in a life of faith at home uh, over the course of quarantine. And that's actually some language that we've been really pushing because that is exactly what we have all had the opportunity to do is to engage in a life of faith at home. And so now that we're kind of out of kind of quarantine world and, and kind of shifting, uh, I think our children's ministry is doing something really, really cool this summer. So if, if you have teenage parents, keep listening because what you're going to hear on today's podcast is going to be helpful for you. But Karin, talk a little bit about um, what our children's ministry is doing this summer. That's right. As excited as we are that um, people are back in the building, that kids can be back in the building without reservations. Um, The children's ministry is still doing a great job of trying to give you content that you can use at home. And so they have come up with the family summer extravaganza. I love how it's, I love the name. It's really cool. Um, And there's a calendar of events for June, July, and August of all the different offerings that they have. Um, And most of them are things that you can find online and really the best way to keep up to date so that you can to find these things is to follow Port City Kids on Instagram. It's at portcity.kids. And they um, are always releasing or regularly releasing um, things for families to do together or things for um, parents to do for their kids. So um, on Sundays, they release character cameos where some of the characters from Hang 10 um, will have some videos on the YouTube video page um, with some great stuff for the kids to watch. Um, Once a month, they will be 
also releasing a video tip for parents about parenting. And we'll be actually talking more about that in just a few minutes. Um, And then on Wednesdays, they have Word Wednesday, just giving you guys just different ideas for different scriptures to read together as a family. And then there's also Family Friday, which gives ideas of things that parents can do for or with their kids. And then the one thing that's actually in person is um, a couple times a month, they're doing the mom meetups on Tuesdays. And again, all this information can be found if you follow at portcity.kids, or if you're coming to church on Sundays, you're welcome to pick up a calendar. It's a magnet you can stick on your refrigerator, and that will kind of keep you up to date with all the things that are being offered this summer. Yeah, and, and again, part of what we want to do is to help all of us as, as really parents lead our families into kind of just a normal, natural life of faith. Faith doesn't have to be a thing that happens just when you come to church and you're part of an event at church, but we want to be able to give you um, practical things that you can do at home with your kids, with your family, that you can have conversations with your spouse if you're married, and and really kind of begin to to lean deeper into what does it mean to kind of lead your family. So today what we're going to do is we're going to hear the first ever um, parent tip from the Port City Kids, and Clay and Courtney Everett, two of uh, Karn and I's favorite people on the planet, uh, they are parents. You'll hear a little bit of who they are in their story. They have kind of recorded the first parent tip. It's on YouTube and a part of the Port City Kids um, Summer Extravaganza. But we thought it would be something great for all of us to listen to um, on the Parent Network. Again, uh, what they say definitely applies to those of you who have little kids. But Courtney and Clay have two teenage girls. And so they're kind of in the world. And you'll hear kind of a surprise about what's going on with them. So we're going to take a few minutes to listen uh, to Courtney and Clay and the first ever uh, parent tip from our kids ministry. And then Karn and I'll come back and talk a little bit about what we heard. Hello, Port City kids, families, and parents. Um, Really excited to be with you today. My name is Clay Everett. This is my wife, Courtney Everett. And we're so excited to be um, with you at the first ever parent tip video. Yes, we are. And as Clay said, my name's Courtney, and we both have the privilege of serving on staff here. Um, Clay works with our college students. He's the pastor for Overflow, and I serve with our middle school and high school students. We have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And besides working here, we have a lot of fun at home. Um, We have two teenage daughters. They're 14 and 16. And I don't know if you can tell, but we also have one on the way. So there's that happening in our lives as well. Baby boy coming in October. Yep. And um, as we're here today, just together, um, we wanted to share um, with other parents and families mm-hmm. some things that we're um, learning, still yes. learning, <laughs> processing, um, and mm-hmm. some things that we have learned in regards to parenting, and specifically the things that we're learning as a church on Sundays in this series, Hope Lies Ahead. And so, Courtney, I thought you could start us off with what are the things that you're currently learning and thinking about in regards to parenting that you're kind of pulling from this the series that sure. we're in? Sure. Well, I think one mantle that I would say I feel like the Lord has given me in parenting is to speak into the identity of our daughters, um, which obviously is is a huge part of what we're learning as a church. Um, And I can remember very specifically being encouraged in that from the Lord, that Mm -hmm. that is is going to be a primary role um, for me as their mother. Um, And for me, that looks very different than what I expected it would look like, honestly. Um, you know, when the girls were little, I think I thought my job is to be responsible for them. And that was like right. the highest value, sure. right? To um, kind of 
keep things safe for them. Yeah, protect them. Protect them. Um, nurture them, which mm-hmm. all of those things are true. Sure. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. Um, but with this idea of identity, it's a, it's it was a, a vision for something more, something mm-hmm. about who they're going to become and my mm-hmm. role in that. Um, and as I've processed that throughout the years, I have realized that who they're becoming mm-hmm. requires failure. Yeah. And that's not something that's comfortable for me. I don't think it's comfortable for any of us. We don't like to see our kids fail. Nope. We don't like to see adverse outcomes for our for our children. Um, it's painful as a parent. Yeah. And I mean, there's been circumstances time and time again in the life of our family where I feel like the Lord has led me into saying, okay, I'm going to have open hands with them yeah. and not control the outcomes. I mean, and I can think of specifically meeting with our oldest daughter's preschool teacher. And, you know, she's a first child, which this is apparently a very normal tendency <laughs> Common, yeah. for, for a first child. But she looked at me. She's the sweetest lady. She was probably mm. 75. And she just said, Courtney, you've got to learn to let mm. Ellie color outside the lines. <laughs> and right. it, it, I, I will always remember that. She said she's got to be able to cut mm. a shape out and, and get it a little wrong mm. and not ball up her paper and throw it away <laughs> right. in anger because um, that is, I can either have a vision of parenting for things to be perfect and the outcome to be exactly like it should be, mm-hmm. or I can have a vision for parenting with who she's becoming is yeah. far more important than that square being cut out and it looking like a square and not looking like a triangle. Right. right, and so those are safe places where we can actually help cultivate and develop our children from a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and then we had a huge adventure as a family. Yep. Um, we moved to Italy to be missionaries when our girls were four and six. Yep. Um, and for me personally, that was one of the hardest moments of parenting for me as far as um entrusting our girls to the Lord because they went to Italian school, um, public school. They were in just, you know, thrown right in. Um, And I can remember that first day of school taking our oldest um, to elementary school. And I sat outside the door because she didn't understand anything and was Uh terrified. I was terrified. Uh I I mean, I think we both sat there and cried the whole day. But what that looked like is me sitting outside the room And crying all day, praying for her in yeah. that classroom, um, knowing that she was having one of the hardest moments of her life yeah. and going, Lord, you are as much in control mm-hmm. and see her and know her and can provide for her here in Italy in this moment, in this challenge, as you were in the safe place in kindergarten, mm-hmm. College Park Elementary School. Right. So... And, and I would like to say that got easier every single day, but it took a long time for that to become something that even felt remotely comfortable and yeah. trusting to the Lord. It, I, I would say, Lord, I'm going to trust you with this, and I would want to grab the outcome and sit in the classroom and tell the teachers, she needs to go to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. But that was just a real practical way where we both learned, mm-hmm. um, both our daughter and myself, that we could trust God. I remember her yeah. specifically learning yep, right. from Jeremiah that she could trust the Lord. Yeah. She was clinging to, yeah. you know, a passage of scripture strong going, yeah, being strong and courageous that she could trust the Lord because he was with her. Yeah. Um, and that was a beautiful way that she developed how her character developed, how she became mm-hmm. and ultimately how she trusted Jesus, which yeah. is so amazing. I think. Yeah. But when we remove the opportunity for them to fail, I think we put pressure on them to be, 
Yes. To, to get it right, right then. Mm-hmm. And then we're removing the opportunity for them to become, as I think is what you're saying. Absolutely. The room to grow, the room to develop. Mm-hmm. It begins in this opportunity to fail, to get it wrong sometimes. It does. And to teach them how to navigate that. That is one of yeah. the most difficult things we do as human beings, is learning how to navigate failure. Yeah. It makes me think of um, how our pastor, Mike, talks a lot about process. Right. Like we've lost the art of learning just to process. Mm-hmm. And part of that is to learn mm-hmm. um, when things are hard, um, to learn when you get it wrong, to, um, to be able to process what do I do um, when everything isn't going my way, right. which is the reality of the real world, right? Right. Yeah. I think the thing that is, keeps coming to my mind mm-hmm. is this idea of trust. I think you even mentioned the word, but just this idea that um, I think for us, our one of the greatest goals we have as parents is to build trust, yeah. right? To build trust with our kids. And I know for me, when I was first a dad with <laughs> Ellie, I thought, it, I thought it was for me getting it right. Yeah. Like um, I just wanted to be right as a parent. Yes. And I quickly found that failure was probably my number one go-to. Um, and like, well, then what do I do with that? Mm-hmm. And the reality is for, for us as parents, what we need to do is to build trust with our kids. Yeah. Um, because the reality is that they're going to fail. Yes. And I think what I'm kind of relearning and thinking about is that when our kids fail, I want them to trust me because mm-hmm. they are going to fail. Yeah. And when they're two and the failure is a skin knee, that's one thing. But right. when they're 16 and the failure is something different, mm-hmm. it's another thing. Yeah. And if our kids don't trust us in their failure or in their mess or in mm-hmm. their hurt or pain, they're going to go somewhere else yeah. where they think they can trust someone more. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like what I'm thinking about that is, was helpful for me and I'm, we're still learning and kind of leaning into, but I think it would be helpful for parents is learning this idea of building trust with your kids mm-hmm. and not just for the sake of them obeying you, right. but for the sake of relationship. Yeah. And I think when it comes to like building trust with our kids, I remember even in Italy as mm-hmm. our kids were four and six, I think it looked like just taking interest in them, like mm-hmm. the things that they're interested in, yeah. you know, because when they're, they're young, what does it look like to build trust? I think it looks like just building the relationship mm-hmm. because the relationship is the basis of trust and then trust fuels and deepens the relationship yeah. over time. Mm-hmm. And so I think early on with our kids, it was just taking interest in them, you know, not making them the center of the universe, but going, Hey, what do you enjoy? Mm-hmm. And what do you like? And I want to be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Because now that they're <laughs> 16 and 14, it sometimes mean, means us taking interest in things that are difficult, mm-hmm. that they'd rather us actually not know about yeah. or ask about. Yeah. Um, and I think that requires that, that I'm interested. I want to know mm-hmm. because I want to help. Not I want to know because I want to find you out, right. because I want to help you. Mm-hmm. And then one of the things that I have personally learn along the way is 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 the idea of like how do I respond? Because you make fun of me all the time, but my, my face says a lot. <laughs> and so when I hear something or my girl shares something or something happens, my face can say, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. Even if my words don't yeah. say it. And so I've learned I'm learning mm-hmm. uh, along the way to never be shocked mm-hmm. by what happens with our kids Mm -hmm. to not be shocked by what happens with the college students I work with because um, my initial response is going to tell them if I'm a safe place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I would say, Clay, I've seen that journey of being interested in our girls. It, It didn't start just, you know, 
as middle school and high schoolers, yeah. it started when they would come home from kindergarten yeah. and were so excited to, excited to show us their artwork, yeah. you know, or they were so excited to tell us about what happened on the playground yes. and to listen to their experiences of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you start that right away. You don't wait yeah. until they can express it perfectly. No. Um, and I think that's a beautiful opportunity you have that we will have, yeah. you know, um, just moving forward again. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking about the proverb that says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart mm-hmm. and do not lean on your own understanding. And <laughs> for you and me as adults, that's hard, yeah. right? And for our kids to learn how to trust God, I think mm-hmm. begins with them learning how to trust us, yeah. that they can trust a parent and they can trust them when things are hard, when things don't go right, when they make really, really bad mistakes. Mm-hmm. And if they can trust us when, and learn to trust us when they're two and four and six, and they can actually trust us when they're 16 and 18, I think that is gonna be one of the greatest accomplishments and successes in parenting is just having, having that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with our kids. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. It's a beautiful picture of the heart of the father yeah. with us. And I mean, that's what we want to give give our students, what we want to give our children, yeah. you know, lead them in. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so the, the reality in this world is that we're all going to fail. Yeah. Um, we're all going to stumble and struggle. And one, we've got to get, as parents, leave some room for that because that's where our kids learn and grow. Mm -hmm. And then two, as parents, we've got to build trust so that our kids will come to us. They'll Mm -hmm. let us into their failure. They'll let us into their struggle Mm -hmm. so that we can actually help them in those deepest, hardest places in life. Yeah, for sure. So um, for the parents watching and listening, um, I'd love for us to leave them with like maybe just two questions to process. And so could you give give them a question to consider as we wrap up? And I think one thing I'd I'd want to say in that is, um, as a parent, giving space for your for your child to fail, um, that seems uncomfortable. Sure. And I think that that really requires a posture of trust, yeah. um, where we are trusting God and entrusting God with our children, yeah, um, and with the outcomes in our children's lives. Yeah. So I think my question would be, where is there space in parenting in your life um, to trust God with the mm-hmm. outcomes of your children, of, yeah. of the circumstances in their lives, small, safe places mm. um, where they can learn and grow, yeah. where you can help them become, and also in turn, help them learn to trust both you yeah. as a parent and the Lord ultimately. Yeah, that's really good. And then I think the question for me would just be, what are some ways you can practically build trust Mm -hmm. with your kids? Mm -hmm. And obviously um, in responding to their failure, um, those are hard because those are in the moments. I think there's some probably some ways that we can be creative um, outside of those moments to begin building trust. So what are some ways that you can build trust um, with your kids so that when they fail, they know they can come and talk to you? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I, I, we hope that this conversation was helpful yeah. and these questions are helpful mm-hmm. and that um, this conversation is just the start of a greater conversation for their conversations mm-hmm. um, with you guys. So mm-hmm. I hope this was helpful. Yeah. Uh, first ever parenting tip. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, that was great listening to Clay and Courtney just kind of encourage us as parents in a certain direction. I know that um, there were a couple things that kind of jumped out to you, Karn. So why don't you just talk really quickly about one of them? 
Yeah, I really loved everything that Courtney and Clay had to say. It was um, really encouraging to me. But one thing I found interesting was Clay was talking about how when he's talking to the girls and he wants to know what's going on in their lives, and he's doing it because he's interested in in what's going on in their lives, and he wants to be there in a way that he can help them and for them not to feel like he's just like trying to meddle in their business or hover over them. And it reminded me um, a little bit of one of the questions that you asked in our last uh, podcast, and you were saying, you know, when, when it comes to our kids, do they think that they want something from them or do they know that we are for them? And so that's just kind of a question that we need to ask. And after we recorded that podcast, um, I'd, one of, uh, I'd had a little bit of a struggle with one of our kids and we weren't in the best of places and I knew part of that was my fault. And so I actually had that conversation with him. I guess I'm giving it away who it was. Um, but I was able to kind of have that conversation and say, look, I, I know that I don't do it perfectly, but when, I, when I'm hard on you, it's because I want something for you. I know the potential that God has given you, but sometimes the way I go about it, it might seem that it's that I want something from you, but I need you to know that that's not the place that I'm coming from. That's not my heart. And kind of a chance to explain that and maybe even apologize about the way that I'd gone about it. But it ended up being really healing for our relationship. So Yeah, and I think I feel like just even since you guys have had that conversation that your relationship, it just has seemed healthier and better and different. I mean, it hasn't been, you know, light years different, but there just has been kind of a different spirit, I think, between you and him. For sure. Since then, and uh, that's kind of a really a beautiful thing. And you, as a parent, you stepped into uh, where maybe you felt like you had failed in some ways, like Clay talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you stepped into something to sort of restore that relationship. And I think that was so, so very important. Um, I love how they kind of both talked about uh, really identity and trust. And those are two things that that are kind of uh, super important for me when it comes to kind of helping our kids and kind of being the parent that I, I think God wants us to be is to helping our kids understand that their identity is in Christ. And part of the way that they can grow in that identity is is entrusting us as their parents and how we need to do things to build trust. And I don't need to recap everything that they said, but I, I just think kind of those two points are super important is building, helping our kids build their identity in Christ and not in everything else that the world pushes them to build their identity in and uh, to learn how to trust. That's right. And, you know, it's um, funny when Clay was talking about how sometimes his face gives away what he's uh, feeling inside, even though he's trying to hold his tongue, um, it just kind of made me think, and he was talking about the way in which you want your kids to trust you, to be able to come to you about anything. And again, we were talking about something similar uh, last time on our podcast when Chef came and kind of was having us role play like difficult conversations that might happen so we can practice having that straight face and thinking through, okay, how am I going to react if my kid comes to me with, I guess, whatever we would think would be the worst case scenario, but the way we react does affect whether or not they trust us to come and talk to them. So uh, I loved how he's talking about building trust when when the kids were little so that when they're older, they trust you to come talk to you. And then when they do come talk to you, try to keep that straight face. Try not to react immediately. Obviously, there might have to be conversations that follow, but that initial conversation needs to be one where kids feel accepted and loved even when they've made mistakes. Yeah, that's so true. And if you don't know what Karen is referring to when she talks about chef, you can always go back to a lot of the different events that we have had over the course of time in the Parent Network. And Tom Chef Shunis came and talked about real parenting. You can find that at pc3parents.org or go to our uh, Vimeo page. 
and find the event, Real Parenting, with uh, with either Chef or Tom Shefshunas. I don't know how it's titled, but it talks about kind of how you respond to your kids. On that note, I'm excited to be able to kind of let everybody know that uh, we are coming back uh, to live events with the Parent Network. Every year, we try to do a couple of different large events with um, kind of great speakers. And uh, the first one kind of post-pandemic is going to be on Monday, uh, August 30th, and our friend Stuart Hall, who has helped us launch the Parent Network, who's been just a great friend of our church and a friend of ours over the years. Stuart's going to be here, and we're going to be kind of letting you know more information about that night. You'll get have to register for that, and you can invite friends. And um, it's really going to be a great night for us to kind of start the new school year uh, with our friend Stuart and really kind of continue to equip and encourage you as parents to help your family walk with God. So thanks for listening to episode 71 of the Parent Network Podcast. Again, follow us at PC3Parents on Instagram and Twitter. Go to PC3Parents on Facebook and uh, let us know if there's anything that we can do to help you. You can always email us at parents at portcitychurch.org. Thanks for listening. Uh, Have a great day, and we'll talk to you next time on the Parent Network Podcast.